Hello, and welcome back to the Our Flag Means What Again podcast, a podcast where I explain, analyze, and critique HBO Max's new hit show, Our Flag Means Death, created by David Jenkins. My name is Courtney, and in this episode, I'll be talking about episode 7, titled This Is Happening, aka Gay People Winning. We love to see it. This episode starts off with Ed looking at the sunrise, and then Steve comes up behind him and offers him tea, and he's like, oh, it's just how you like it. A dollop of milk and seven sugars. And Ed's like, wouldn't be the same with six. Them doing their little cute, little flirty banter. And Ed's like, yo, it's been fun, but I'm going to have to head out soon. Steve's like, what do you mean head out? I thought, you know, you were staying. You know, we're all enjoying your company. You don't got to rush out. And he's like, yeah, I know. But, you know, I wasn't meant to just sit idle. And a ship can only have one captain. And just as he says that, who comes up behind and says, Captain Roach? And they're both like, yes. But Ed's like, oh, sorry, you know, it's your ship. And Steve's like, oh, no, it's okay. And Roach is like, well, who are we saying is Captain right now? And they're like, him, to Steed. He's like, okay, great, bad news, Captain. And Steed's like, hold that thought real right quick. He's like, oh, you don't have to rush out. You know, we're all enjoying your company here. And it's like, yo, you know, I am too. But, you know, I don't want to overstay my welcome. Roach is like, can I talk to you, please? And Steed's like, god damn it, what is it, man? And we find out they're out of oranges. Steed, being the nasty little man he is sometimes, he's like, why the fuck would you tell me this? Just eat an apple. And Roach is like, yeah, but we need oranges for the scurvy. And Steve's like, who has scurvy? And who do we see talking about, oh my god, my teeth are falling out? The Swede. Because of course the Swede has scurvy. And I like the title sequence for this episode because it's our flag means death engraved on a table. And then an orange rolls over and it's stopped by a knife. Signaling that we're going to get some of Jim's backstory in this episode. After the title sequence, everyone's together in the kitchen, and we find out that the reason that they're out of oranges is because of Steed. Because of course it's his fault. We find out that he had Roach make an orange cake, and it was only 40 oranges for the glaze alone, and then another 10 for the cake. And everyone's like, why the fuck would you do that? And Steed's like, well, it barely tasted of orange, if that helps. And Roach's face is like, how could you say that? He's like, anyway, that's not the point. Due to Roach's immoderate use of the citrus... We need oranges. <laughs> and Wee Jones like, yeah, no shit. The Swede has scurvy. And the Swede's like, we don't know if it's scurvy. And Frenchie's like, yo, don't breathe on me. Like, scooch over there. And he's like waving his breath away. Like, oh my God, stop breathing on me, man. And he's like, scooch over. And Oluwande and everyone at the table is like trying to move away from the Swede. And the Swede's like, damn, okay, I see how it is. And Frenchie's like, yo, we should go to St. Augustine because we're right by there. And it's like got hella oranges. But Jim's like, oh, nah, y'all don't want to go there. You know, the humidity is crazy. And Oluwande's like, so? And Jim's looking at him like, you can't ever help me out. Like, my God. And Steve's like, okay, I'll just wear a hat. And the Swede's like, is anyone else's fingernails falling off? And everyone's like, all right, we got to go. They don't want to be around that man because your fingernails falling off? Nah. We get a flashback of Jim's past. And I still have not found out the name of the song that's playing in the background during that flashback. But it's amazing. We see that their dad was stabbed, and their dagger that they have currently belongs to their dad. They took it from their dad's body after he died. And Oluwande is so supportive. He sees that they obviously don't want to go to St. Augustine. And he's like, why don't you want to go? Are you, like, scared? And Jim's like, nah, I'm not scared of St. Augustine. I just don't want to go. Like, just drop it, man. Steed is back on the ship with Lucius after going into town to check to see if they had any oranges or anything at all. And his outfit in this scene, amazing. It's a light brown coat he's wearing that's got like tiny darker brown chocolate kind of brown 
buttons on the sleeve areas and the sleeves are wide and of course he has the frilly white shirt under all those clothes he's got a brown vest that's the same nah it's slightly darker than the buttons on the coat and of course he has the white necktie thing popping out it's a collar that is a collar but he looked good as hell see that's how you match browns a lot of you girls can't match browns i'm sorry it's not about fashion but he looks good as hell guess what i found and lucius is like it's a treasure map he's like yeah i got it in town from this treasure map lady you know i think i got a good deal and lucius is like nah it's because you gave her so much money like more money than i've ever seen in my entire life and steve's like god damn why are you telling him that anyway and they're like what about the oranges he's like y'all still talking about the oranges he's like okay go into town get the oranges and Oluwande's like, I think Jim should lead us since, you know, they're from here. Jim's like, I did not say that shit. And he's like, yeah, you don't say much. And Steve's like, look, I don't give a fuck. Go, Jim. Don't go, Jim. I don't care. I got to go to my man. And Pete's like, no, nah, I could lead this mission. Just make sure that you tell Blackbeard that it was me that did it. And Steve's like, I don't care. Do whatever you want. In the Swede, we find out that he's saving his teeth in a baggie so that he can put them back in. And Roach is like, yeah, the Swede, once your teeth come out, they don't go back in. And Frenchie's just looking at him like, this man is nasty. And the Swede, he runs over to Jim. He's like, Jim, I need your help. The teeth don't go back in. And Oluwande's like, oh, go for a run, Swede. And he does. Steed tells Ed about the map he found. And Ed's like, oh, yeah, that's bullshit. Because if it was real, why would she sell it to you? And Lucius is like, oh, strong question. Love that. He's so sarcastic. He in the back getting ready in his little travel gear. And he's getting the shovel that I think Steed said is jewel encrusted or whatever. Anyway, it looks fancy. It's got a little purple bag on it. It's cute as hell. And Steed's like, how am I supposed to know? You know, she works at the docks selling maps for God's sakes. Maybe she's just lazy. Nasty, nasty, nasty. There was no need for that. And Ed keeps trying to tell him the map ain't real, dude. Like, just let me take a nap here. And Steed tells him a ship only has one captain. And I say, get up. We're having a day right after I changed. And Ed's like, is he always like this? To Lucius. And Lucius is like, yep, pretty much. <laughs> Pete, Roach, Weejon, Frenchie, and Oluwande and Jim have gone into town to go look for oranges. And Jim tells Oluwande, you know, I hate that you brought me back here. And Oluwande's like, I don't know why, because you don't tell me shit. Like, I've known you for nearly a year and I don't know nothing about you. Like, I don't even know your favorite color. And Jim tells him that their favorite color is teal. Which we found out, thank you to the lovely Vigo Ortiz, that it's because Oluwande has the teal earring. Ah! I always win. We, John, Frenchie, Roach, and Pete are up ahead of Oluwande and Jim. And Pete's like, ah, this is my mission, you know, I'm gonna make it count and shit. And we, John, and Frenchie are like, you kind of suck as a leader. Jim should be leader, you know, they're leader material. And Pete's like, how the hell are they leader material? They just started talking. And Frenchie's like, yeah, but Jim's the type of person, if they stabbed me, I would understand. I probably did something to deserve it. And Wee John's like, oh, I'd love to be stabbed by Jim. He's so real for that. He's so real. Roach sees the orange tree up ahead. He's like, oh, we got it. And they're like, oh, hell yeah. But Jim and Oluwande, I don't know how they ended up on top, like above of them. But I was not paying attention to the layout of that place at all. But they do end up there. And Jim sees they're about to go to a tree. And they're like, nah, don't touch those oranges. Stop. They tell Pete, you know, we got to go somewhere else because we can't take these oranges. And Pete's like, why? Because it's a church. What are they, Christ oranges? And a nun comes out of nowhere. I don't know what they use, a crossbow or like a literal cross that's got a knife inside it. But a knife shoots out and stabs the orange against the tree right out of Pete's hand. And the nun's like, yeah, it's a church. This is Christ oranges. So back the fuck off. And French is like, damn, that was incredibly badass, especially for a nun. 
And Wee John's like, oh, don't hurt us, sister. I'm in the tribe. And he does the cross. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll do it, too. And Roach does do it. And then Frenchie does it, too. But he, like, half-asses it. He does, like, just waving his hand all over. <laughs> and Jim tells the nun, hey, yo, it's me. But I go by Jim these days. And the nun's like, oh, damn, okay, Jim. Come in. We'll have cake. And <laughs> Luandi's like, damn, that's your nana. And Jim's like, I bet you think this is fucking hilarious, don't you? And he's like, oh, it's fucking fantastic. And he delivers the iconic line, coming Nana, coming for some cake. Bow. Who's doing it like Samson? Who? No one. That's who. Lucius, Steve, and Ed have started their treasure hunting. And Ed's covering his face and he's like, why the fuck are you covering your face? And he's like, I'm Blackbeard. I'll be spotted. I can't be spotted treasure hunting. And he's like, no one's going to recognize you. And right after he says that someone recognizes him, Ed puts a knife up to the man's door. He's like, you don't recognize shit. Do not tell anyone I was here. And he's like, beat it. He's like, okay, I'll be under that tree. Tell me when you finally found where the fuck we're going. And Steve's like, damn, that's crazy. And Lucius is like, I don't know if we should like be making him do this. And Steve's like, look, men like Blackbeard, they live for adventure and shit. And, you know, I'm trying to like have a fun day. And he's like, we're having a fun day. That's an order. And Lucius is like, you can't really order people to have fun, but okay. And he tells him, he's like, men like Blackbeard, you know, they live for adventure and shit. It's like nourishment to them. So you going to help me out or what? And Lucius, the way he says, yeah, okay. I know I say it a lot, but he needs that Emmy. Nathan needs that Emmy nomination. I'm so serious. Back at the church, inside, Oluwande is Kiki King with Jim's Nana, and he's eating cake. And Jim's Nana is telling stories about how Jim, they thought they were feral as a kid because they had bitten the priest's finger one time, and the priest thought he was going to die. And Jim's just there like, why the fuck are you telling these stories? And they're like, oh, but he didn't, did he? And... <laughs> Jim's in is like, oh no, he died later. And then she starts silent. She's like, he was crushed by a tree. And Oluwande's like, damn, she got some dark humor. And out of nowhere, she's like, life is pain. And I love the way it just comes out of nowhere. And Oluwande's like, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. And Nana's like, oh, I like him. Are y'all married or is this a living in sin situation? And she says this in Spanish. And Jim's like, damn, Nana, like, he can hear you. He understands Spanish. And she's like, ooh, very good, very good missing the fucking point and she gets up to go check to see how the others are doing with fixing her wall she's like the others i don't know about so much and jim's like nah they good people they just dumb as fuck and she's like oh yep that makes sense because who else would agree to get paid in oranges and she's laughing oluwande's laughing she's like yep of course they would only peep and jim's little smile like wow that's their family right there back to the gay trio lucius ed and steed Ed is talking about how hot it is and how much fucking leaves are in the way and how he can't stand nature. And Lucius is like, oh, you know, let's try to have fun. And then he swallows a bug. He's like, oh my god, I think I swallowed a bug. And Ed's like, well, at least you fucking ate. I'm fucking starving. They finally catch up to Steed and he's holding a bug. He's like, oh my god, this is like a silk moth or something like that. I know it's a made up bug, but still. And Ed's like, oh, you know, that is pretty interesting, I guess. And Lucius, he's in the back like, and who says that treasure maps could be useless? He's like, that's not me being sarcastic that's just how i sound another fly gets in ed's face and he gets pissed he's like fuck it i'm going back to the ship and steed's calling after him like yo you just got no sense of adventure and you're too tense you need to relax and lucius is like yeah you are very intense sometimes and it's like i know how to relax you know i'm relaxing right now looking stiff as hell trying to like lean on a tree and then the snake falls out of nowhere and he starts beating the fuck out of this snake i was like damn like really going in he kicked the snake he slams it stabs the fuck out of it and steed comes and he's like yeah there's snakes nearby so just be careful of that 
they decide to cook the snake so at least Ed finally gets to eat. And she's like, damn, this is like really well tenderized. You could be a chef. And Ed's like, yeah, I probably could if I wanted to, you know, I'm good at everything. And I could even open up a restaurant. And she's like, I'd come to your restaurant. And he's like, maybe I would let you in if you weren't being a dick. Their little banned hair, it's so cute. And I'm like, damn, that was all improvised. That's real chemistry. They don't teach chemistries like that in the schools. They talking about the schedule and the time of the restaurant in their imagination. He's like, oh, maybe I could squeeze you in if you weren't being a dick. You know, I'll serve this and it'll be called Blackbeard's Bar and Grills and Delicacy and Other Delights and Fishing Equipment and Gift Shop. And they talking about reviews and this, that, and the third. And she's like, oh, you know, someone might not like all that. You know, they're like, oh, I didn't come to see all that. I just want food. And it's like, ah, oh, nah, now they're angry. He's like, nah, someone from the other side might be like, yo, I'm into all that. Let me go have a look. He's like, who's that? He's like, that's me. And he's like, oh my god, that's so crazy. Lucia's just looking at them like, hmm, this smells a little fruity. And Steve sees that Ed has food in his beard. He's like, oh, you got food right there. Like, move up, down, left. That man was in the same spot of the beard. He wasn't picking shit. And she's like, oh, let me. And he gets it out of his beard. And Lucius, of course, he's like, oh my god, this is happening. And they act like he's interrupting. They're like, oh, what? Coming out of nowhere. This man has been there the whole time, mind you, while they were flirting. They just didn't notice. Then we see a little speck of fire go onto the map, and it's burning the map up. Back to Jim's family reunion. They're out back practicing their knife work, and Oluwande's like, yo, is it just knife work that y'all practice here, or is it, like, actual, like, prayer stuff, too? And Nina talks about how she trained Jim to, like, be fast on their feet and, like, be silent but deadly, and not just the knives, but, like, move fast with it and shit and all that assassin stuff. And he's like, oh, you know, that's pretty dope, I guess. And she talks about how their family was killed and how she trained them so Jim could get revenge when the time came. And she's like, so Jim, did you like hunt them down and shit? Like, did you skin them? Did you make them beg for their lives and mercy and shit? And Jim obviously looking uncomfortable is like, yeah, see, see, Nana, I got oodles of revenge. <laughs> and Nana's like, details, how did it go? Did you kill all of them? Or like, how many live? And Jim's like, I don't know, maybe five or six unless they died of other things. And Nana's like, you only killed one? And Jim's like, yeah, the only one that mattered. And Oluwande, the angel he is, he's trying to help up. He's like, yeah, but, you know, Jim used the family dagger. I saw it was like a nice touch. He was very surprised. And Nana's like, damn, I trained you for all that, and you didn't do what I trained you for. You're a disappointment. And Jim's like, life is disappointment. And then they walk off. But as they walk off, they throw the knife. I thought that was a nice touch. It was cute. And Oluwande, great man, always trying to keep the peace. He doesn't get nasty. He's like, okay, I'm going to try to undo some of the damage that interaction caused. Back to the gay trio, we see that the map has burnt up, and Steve trying to put it together. He trying his best. God bless his heart. It's like, mm, that's not gonna work. We need to go back to the ship, because this is all bullshit. And Lucia's like, you don't gotta be a dick about it. And it's like, hello? What was that? And Lucia's like, don't be a dick, because he put this whole afternoon together for you. And Ed, he doesn't realize that Steve also likes him. But to be fair, Steve doesn't realize that he likes him too, so it's even Steven. Lucius tells him, look, you're very cool and you wear leather and you're interesting. So everyone at all times is always trying to find a way to seem cool enough or good enough for you. And that tiny bizarre man over there likes you very much and you like him. And if you don't get your head out of your ass, you're going to wake up and find yourself another leather clad middle-aged sad sack dying alone and sitting in a puddle of his own piss. I'm like, damn, I read him to filth. Did not need to do him like that, but I understand. He's like, he could stab me in the face now. But Ed realizes, damn, he put this whole thing together for me. And so he's like, you know, it sucks that this is over because I'm trying to have fun. You know, there's a little tree right there. And see, it's like, damn, you're right, all right, let's go. 
and Ed looking all in love. And Lucius looking at him like, that was very sweet. And Ed's like, shut the fuck up or I will stab you in the face. By the way, I have not talked about his current outfit. He, you know how he usually wears like the leather top with the half sleeve, the biker jacket and the leather pants. He's still wearing the leather pants. But, but, but we see him without the jacket completely. You know how sometimes we only see him like the jacket is like zipped down. But this time we see him without the jacket. He's wearing that purple shirt. Looks amazing on him. His arms are popping. We get the jewelry, the necklace, the gold chain. It's sick with the gloves. He looks good as hell. Oh my gosh. Steve and Lucius also look good, but not in like a, oh wow, they so fine way. Like, wow, they look good. The outfits are nice. Steve's wearing pretty much your stereotypical adventure in the jungle outfits. Like he's wearing a hat. Looks, it's not a cowboy hat. I don't know what that is, but I'm just going to call it a cowboy hat. It's brown. Then he's got this button shirt that's like got buttons on both sides of the shirt. It looks like, what is that material called? I don't know, but it looks like the color of sand but slightly darker. I'm gonna find out the material. What is that material called? It looks like the same material khakis are made out of. I don't know what that is. And he's got, of course, bedazzling the outfit, a belt, a brown belt to like tighten up the waist maybe. I don't know. Whorish antics. I'm sorry. And he's got pants that look kind of loose, but they're not loose. They're tucked into the boots, but just above the boots, it like flares out a little bit. The boots are cute, you know, they're brown. And Lucius is kind of matching him a little bit. Not really matching, more like coordinating. He still has his little, is that an Aeroscot that he wears? I think it is. And it's like tilted to the side. And the shirt he's wearing, I don't know what material that made out of, but it's striped and he got the khaki pants and he's wearing sandals, so it's cute. The next scene we see is Jim standing alone in the field thinking about the day their family was killed. We see them as a kid with their brother and then their dad sees this random man on their land eating an orange and the dad's like, you know, you can take everything. Go ahead, take as many oranges as you want. And the dude is like, oh, I will. He stabs Jim's dad. There was no need for that. And Jim is obviously freaking out because they're just a child. And then we see six more men come onto the field as... The man that just killed Jim's dad waves them over. We're pulled out of the flashback and boom, who do we see? Oluwande walking towards them. He's like, oh damn, thank God I found you. And Jim's like, how'd you find me? He's like, I just followed twigs and leaves and footprints on the ground. And Jim's like, I've seen you get lost on the ship sometimes. It's true love right there. He gets lost on the ship, but he was still able to find Jim. Yeah. Jim tells him about their family dying and how this is their old land and their house before they were all killed and how they can't remember much from that day but taking the dad's knife and blacking out and waking up in the forest and Obi-Wan is like damn dude that sounds awful I'm sorry you had to go through that and he's like you know you're surprisingly well adjusted for an orphan raised by a nun to be an assassin and Jim's like yeah I know she can be a lot but you know she's my only family and then we get one of the most revolutionary lines of the show top five not even top five top three maybe top three he's like you know if you wanted, because he's a gentleman like that. He says, I could be your family. Yeah, and then they gaze into each other's eyes. They're about to kiss, which was improvised by Samson and Vico. Like, they're so real for that. And I was about to win, and I would've if it wasn't for fucking Steed being annoying and showing up out of nowhere. Jim's like, what the fuck are you doing to my family's tree? And Ed does that little jump skip waddle over, and he's like, oh, we're just gonna let him dig for a little bit to get it out of his system. And she's like, Lucius, come help me dig. Lucius is like, I'm the only one who wouldn't finger, but okay. 
thankfully he doesn't have to dig because Steve finds a rock and he's like, oh, I wonder what it is. And they're like, it's a rock. And it is indeed a rock. But they wash it away with water and find out it's a petrified orange. And Jim's like, damn, the old tree still had fruit to give. Steed, he's like, aw, I should let you have it since it's your tree. And Jim's like, nah, you can keep him. And this man, he's like, oh, thank God I did not want to give it to you. My brother in Christ, why would you say that out loud? Like, my goodness, why? And it's like, well, you did it. Okay, let's head back to the ship. And she's like, didn't I tell you, Lucius, I took that old girl for a ride, you know, I got the map, I found the treasure, and Lucius is like, yep, you sure did, boss. But Jim is still not moving, and the one is like, you not coming? And Jim tells him, nah, I gotta stay here and finish my mission. And he's like, alright, just be safe, you know? And he does that little hat flick. They're so cute, I love them. Back at the church, everyone's getting the oranges that they earned from fixing Nana's walls. And Nana's like, where's Jim? And Oluwande tells her, you know, they went back to finish the job. And Nana's like, damn, I'm sorry. My child, life is pain. He's like, yep, life is pain. It's sad. But we get another win not soon after. Back on the ship, Steed and Ed are drinking out of that cool glass, you know, the one with the gold trim on it that he drank out of in episode six. Yeah, those glasses fancy as fuck. And they're drinking brandy. And then Steve's like, yo, I think one ship can't have just one captain. You know, it's possible to have two. And I was like, yeah, you know, if you found the two perfect people to work together, they could possibly. And then they say co-captain at the same time. They're like, tee hee hee, we said the same thing at the same time. Cheers. This is like one of the last few moments of goodness we have before everything goes to shit. Like not even an episode later. No, yeah, next episode. We go back to see Izzy being hateful and ranting about how much he can't stand Steve. He's like, oh, he seduced my captain, talking about he loves his hair and his beard and the way he does his hand the third. And it's like, you know, Jackie, like, I don't want to hear this shit. And I just realized on my rewatch of this episode that he's burning his hand while he talks. So I think that's just a thing he does, you know, just something he does. Just a little quick, just a little quirky thing he does. British Navy comes into their barn. Jackie's like, I don't like having their kind in my establishment. And Izzy's like, yeah, well, if it helps you feel any better, they hate it too. Who is there but Chauncey, Nigel's twin brother from episode... What episode did we find out about him? Three or four? I think it was four. No, it was five, I think. Yeah, episode five. I don't know. It was one of them. Four or five? It was five. Anyway, they decide that they're all going to work together. And he's like, what did Steed do to you guys? And Jackie tells him that Steed Bonnet broke her nose jar and one of his crew killed her favorite husband. And he's like, I follow none of that, but okay. He's like, what about you? And Izzy's like, oh, he done something to my boss's brain. This man is so unserious, can't take him nowhere. And they're both like, what did he do to you? And he tells them that Steed killed his brother. And the Navy officers showed the pirate flag, the one with the cat that Frenchie made with blood all over it. And Jackie's like, is that a fucking cat? And Izzy, of course, is like, we could serve Steed up to you, but we need a price. And dude's like, name it. And the episode ends there because of course it does because we can never have nice things for long because they said, why should gay people be happy? What you got to be happy about? Oppression? Anyway, love this episode still though, even though they broke my heart a little bit. Thank you for tuning in. I hope I made some kind of sense and I wasn't just all over the place. Please tune in next time where I talk about the ape episode and one of my favorite episodes. We go way back. And please don't forget to follow my Twitter, which should be above or below, depending on where you're watching. And bye.